What's poppin' podcast family? It's your girl Advice from Hannah coming at you with our 12-day holiday special. I couldn't let 2020 slip away without dropping some fire your way December 1st all the way to December 13th. But I gotta let you know, is your IG game slacking? Our girl Amanda, the official podcast sponsor of the Advice from Hannah show, is teaching us how to beef up our IG game on the wolfe.co on IG. That's love. Head over to the Wolf Co ig page where our girl is going to show you how to create genuine conversation hey i'm april and i'm nicole we're the hughie sisters Sisters. merry Merry Christmas. christmas are you guys in need of a fab holiday gift don't worry the sisters got your back we got you so good head on over to www.hughsie.ca that's hughie.ca to find our exclusive earring collection collaboration designed with advice from hannah herself endless sparkle baby and while you're there check out our hot new gluten-free ebook getting gluten-free with the sisters available now For those who don't know, Amanda's in the building. Um, so what's up? How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Welcome. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm super excited. 12-day holiday special. We talk about super uncomfortable subjects around the dinner table. So maybe our listeners and viewers can can be helped out a bit after the 24th of December with some of these topics. So... You and I have been talking a bit about cuffing season, gift giving, you know, being in a relationship during the holidays, during this pandemic. What do you, where do you want to start this off? Well, I'm going to take it from like a singles perspective. Mm-hmm. So when people are dating now, I think when they date now, it's already awkward. Like they have to start with a video chat and then they just start seeing each other at home. Right. So it's like an instant relationship, which means does that mean immediately we have to do the family stuff now because you're already this close? Like, usually there was some time frame before you even, like, went to someone's house, you know, but since that's all you can do, you always have to stay home. It begins already, and then you, like, are already cooking dinner for somebody, which I think is, like... For me, a long time coming, you know, like, because at least you can go to a bar, you can watch a movie, you can do all these other date night situations before you get to, like business as usual so i think now that we're already in business as usual now we have to continue that front and i don't think everyone's ready for that like any of the new people that started dating so the finesse is gone like the magic the chase the where are we going what are we doing you feel like that's gone and i can understand that i can understand how that can play a role and also in like in you know the roles in couples and things like that so now now i'm thinking it's christmas Mm mm-hmm how do you know if you're gonna ask this person if they want to come to your dinner with you if you've been chilling with them every single day in your house for the last six months like how does that even work do you think that can even be a thing bringing them somewhere yeah like i don't know if they'd even want to right because you're already you've already been together so i guess what's the point like maybe i don't know i think there would be more of a desire to hang out with just your friends now and then will you bring that person in? Cause you're spending all this time already with them in a different way. So I don't know. I feel like it's, it's gonna be awkward. Um, I feel like there's gonna be a lot of pressure on people to mm. feel ob- obliged to go. It's like, oh, you're doing this party and this party and this party. I guess I should go with you since 
I don't know, I guess we're together now. Whereas like before, I think there was more room for people to date multiple people all the time, but you can't do that now because it's too dangerous <laughs> to do that. So you can't be like, oh, I'm going to go to this person's party and that person's party and that person's, right? So you're just going to go to the one person's same party for their entire like friend network and you're just stuck with that. <laughs> and what if you don't like any of their friends and then you're just like, shit, now I have to go see their parents and then their parents extended family and then their nephews and their nieces and then just like this whole thing and you're just in it so quick. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, oh man, I can't say like, oh, sorry, I have extra plans. You know, I'm seeing this other person because I don't, I can't. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I think that's the biggest problem. There's no excuses. So you got to go with someone. Inter- in, if someone invited you, you got to go now. That's it. You don't have a excuse except for, oh, today's a me day, which you can't say on Christmas day. You can't say it's a me day. You just opened a whole bunch of can of worms for me right now. So many. Uh, you know what? Before we, before I, before I dig into this a bit more, why don't you tell everybody kind of what you do and and you know, like what's what's your gist? Like, what does a man do? What do I do uh, now? My life has been so different over the last six months. Like ever since the pandemic happened, my life went upside down. So before I was. I was I was in charge of a company that I own, Salty Paloma, and I was operating cocktail classes almost every day. I had a team with me. Um, as soon as pandemic hit, I was just busy trying to make it work, adapting, and then I just went on like a personal development journey, I guess, and then just went full circle. And now I do a lot of personal coaching specifically for female creative entrepreneurs. Now um, I lead keynotes and workshops. And then I recently just started my own. Po- I recently started my own podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my, my podcast is the Miss Amanda Chen show, and it's talking about how our sexuality plays into our self-worth. So Ooh. what's it like to be a man or a woman? And like, do you deem yourself successful or a failure if you don't get the attention or the right attention from the opposite sex. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to be interviewing a bunch of men anonymously to hopefully get some real conversations out of them. And then I'll be interviewing a bunch of other women as well, just to get their understanding on, you know, how has their self-worth been affected based on just the stories we were told, the roles mm. that we were supposed to play. And that's why uncomfortable conversations is like the theme of everything that I'm going to be talking about. It's what I do all the time now. Like I'm that person that's always been straight up and telling you exactly how it is mm. kind of uncomfortably. Um, and just like poking at you until you're just like, oh man, like, yep, I can't say anything else to that. You called me out. It's right. Now what? And basically that's what I get to do every day now. Just call people out, but (laughs) with solutions. And they're just like, this is amazing. This is like relieving because you're stressed out about what, what are you actually afraid of? Mm -hmm. And once you just get more of that real talk, you start flexing that muscle of being able to have real talk because before then I thought it was, so it's just very surface level, shallow stuff. And that's Mm -hmm. my old life. I think when I was in the world of cocktailing bars and, you know, hospitality, it was all very fake, obviously, because you got to put that smile on. Yeah. You have to play the game. Right. So now it's totally the other way. Like I don't have to pretend anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think it's interesting when we talk about holiday season, there were so many people pretending to care, you know? So I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work now because 
are people going to stay doing that or are people going to be like, no, like, let's set some boundaries. (laughs) Let's like set some space. So I don't know. Most definitely. I think that even with just the holiday season and just the family obligations themselves, I've been in a long term relationship. So I know, I know the game. I know what needs to get done. I know who's cooking what, what's going on, where. But now this year, it's like, well, we can't be six feet apart in our little tiny apartment. So are we really going to be having dinner? Is this really necessary? Am I going to drop gifts at your door? Uh, So I, I honestly think that it's kind of a conversation that you need to be having Hopefully not when you're listening to this in December, (laughs) but if you are, then, you know, kudos to you. I hope that we're helping you out, but it's something that needs to be said and it needs to be understood whether, okay, I'm coming with you here or I'm not. And if the person doesn't want to come with you, they shouldn't be judged either because the holidays are uncomfortable for a lot of people. There's a lot of like trauma and things from your childhood that you remember from the holidays that maybe aren't the best. And now you want to go sit with strangers and a table. So I, I want to flip this to you, gift giving. How do you feel that plays a, a toll on people, like financially? With me, if you're over 18, you're not getting a gift. <laughs> yeah, I we don't give a lot of gifts in my family. Um, we only give gifts to the kids. So I don't give anything to my brother and his wife. I just give everything to their kids. I'm actually going to get something for my parents this time, which I never do because anything I get them, they just don't use it. Mm. But there's this crazy... Um, massager you like wear it as a backpack kind of um and then you can kind of move move it through the through the backpack basically it's like this top seller on amazon and i was like they would actually like that so i'm gonna get them that but usually i don't get them anything i have a core group of girlfriends that i get gifts for kind of small gifts usually thoughtful gifts Mm -hmm. so it'd be a journal or a a game or socks yeah just some random Mm -hmm. stuff just as the thought would count, I guess, mm-hmm. but that's stuff I can always mail to them. So it wouldn't be a thing. I don't think I've ever done gifts where I would like cook dinner for them or anything like that. So for me, it's not going to be any different. With the gift giving things with, with me, cause I'm going away. I normally, if I'm going away, that's it. It's a wrap. Like you're not going to see anything from me, but a card. Um, I don't have many kids here in Canada. So like, if I'm traveling, most of the gifts are going to like my cousin's kids and everybody else down there, like in the Caribbean. So it's very different. Holidays are very different in the Caribbean than they are here. But we're not going to dive into that. You you said something super interesting that it was so like you you hit the nail on it when you said it. I'm like, oh my god, I need to tell her now. I don't remember it. I'm a horrible host. But you you said something along the lines of if you're oh, shoot, what was it that you said? Ah, I'm so annoyed. I'm gonna have to cut this out. Ah, you're like you said somewhere. Okay, I'm not. I don't remember. I'm so annoyed. I should have written it down. I should have written it down. You said something so crucial. I'm like, oh my god, she, you hit the nail on it. You hit the nail on it. It was super, super important. Um, but the force interactions. Yes. Like yes. Okay. The for forced interactions cut that part okay. forced interactions like do you find now that with social distancing and the pandemic people are no longer forcing themselves to speak to somebody like because with me I've noticed that if I find that one of my friends is in like in a gray mood or a gray area just because of everything that's going on I leave them alone respectively and I don't judge them but I don't feel as though that's the same for everybody have you experienced differently it's on or off I think um, for a while it took me some time to 
give people breathing space because I was so used to being on all the time and then my life wasn't as busy as it used to be so I had to learn how to calm down and stop messaging people and expecting the same in return so it took me a while but now I slow down too so I don't really send messages as quickly as other people do Mm -hmm. so I think it's equalized but I think more people I hope are more patient now because you don't know what people are going through so I think that's that's been the challenge yeah, especially with you had we were talking off air and you're talking about like the cocktails and how how you felt making them especially with all like the drinking the domestic violence going on i really want to shed light on that on this episode just because i feel like it's super important what what can you say to somebody that maybe is experiencing that right now and they feel like shame or guilt and they don't want to talk about it um just so like maybe tips of how they can like diminish it or, or maybe try to level the peace at home in a sense um, especially with all the alcohol bottles that people like to give out for the holidays. Yeah, I think that's that's really challenging because even I'm getting requests all the time for cocktail-related things or alcohol-related things, and people are just drinking alcoholic juice right now because it's just easier to get by with things. Mm. But then you don't have any clarity. And I think if you are in the situation, you want to just set consequences for your actions. So if you're going to have a full bottle of wine, that means for the next week, you have to do 50 push-ups every day. I don't know what your consequence is, but you got to give yourself a consequence and then give your partner the consequence and follow through with it and set that boundary. If you don't, then everything's just all over the place again. Mm. But if you're just mad at the person and just making them feel shame and guilt, they're just going to project it further. So the only way to do that is just to actually set that boundary and say, this is going to make me feel less about you. For whatever that is like i'm going to trust you less i'm going to respect you less i'm going to whatever less if you continue on this path and on top of it this is the consequence you have no access to me for a day mm-hmm. whatever that would mean mm-hmm. i'm silent treatment i don't know whatever your consequence is but then reinforce it so with it so kind of like the revoking of things revoking the privilege i always say i'm a firm believer that you know access to me is privilege and not a lot mm-hmm. of people seem to understand or comprehend that especially you and i were scorpio so like we're such like doers and we can solve all the problems and see everything but there's a certain aspect of me like that once once i turn icy my friends called me the ice queen then it's, it's hard to get back to like the warm and fuzzy side so if you guys are listening to this Right now, anybody that is, and, and you feel as though you need to step away from somebody and become the ice queen, then or the ice king, however you want to identify yourself, then go for it, right? Because your mental health matters, how, you, how you're being treated, how you're being spoken to. You know something, during the holidays, there's a lot of like abuse that happens. I find, like I myself remembering, like growing up and everything that I saw, um, especially during the holidays, it's what you seem to remember, right? Is there anything that you wish you knew about these subjects prior to that you that you don't now, in a sense, for somebody that, that's going through it at, at the moment? Like, we all have that one uncle that overdrinks, or, you know, the one aunt that brings up all the drama from, like, 1999, so... <laughs> mm-hmm. I have seen some crazy holiday parties, and they could be family parties, or they can be work parties, and it just gets just too lit too fast, and... Then there's the stragglers that just stay there forever. Uh, There's the fun, happy drunks, you know, that are harmless. So it's all about knowing when to leave Mm -hmm. and when when to exit the party, basically, is kind of your own self-control. And I think you need to move with intention. You have to decide, I'm not going to get wasted 
stupid wasted to the point that I don't remember what's happening. Mm-hmm. You've got to say, I'm going to just have three drinks tonight. I'm leaving at 9 p.m. And create a reason to get out. Because if you don't have that intention walking in, anything can happen. Oh, yeah, you're, just, you're just going to get swayed. And then here you are up at the closing time, right? So, yeah. Yeah, at 4 a.m. you're still like the lights are turning on and the the table mats are com- no no experience. I'm not talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, some of them are so bad. Yeah. No, this has been this has been super fun. Just because I feel like we touched so many different different topics around the dinner table. It. I gotta ask you this though: if you could sit down and have like the perfect dinner, who would it include, and and what would you want to talk about for it to be like something that's memorable to you? So it's really funny you said that because today I was doing a morning meditation about joy and happiness, mm-hmm. and. It was a guided meditation and you're supposed to think about the last time you felt joy, who was around you, what was it about, and it was my birthday last year. So my birthday last year, I was incredibly hungover. (laughs) I went out the night before my birthday, obviously, and I came home at whatever time it was and I couldn't find my keys. They were in my pocket, but I couldn't find my keys. So the (laughs) because my ID doesn't match this house, because uh, I didn't bother changing it because I just rent the place. I look like a crazy ex-girlfriend trying to get upstairs with no keys. <laughs> so clearly the doorman, being a good doorman, didn't let me in. So I just refused to go anywhere and I ended up sleeping on the couch in the lobby. Until, I don't know what time it was, until I sobered up, woke up, and I found the keys in my own pockets. Then I went upstairs and um, got my shit together, whatever. And then throughout the day, I had a, a, class, a cocktail class to do. And then I came home and all of my girlfriends came over and they all cooked me dinner. So they all had like a different meal that they made. I cannot cook, so that's like the gift to give me is to cook for me and bring it to me basically is like Mm -hmm. the ultimate gift for me quality time has been everything for me and just kind of doing something i can't do so having everyone there not everyone knew each other but they all came in and just so much love in the room and it was just this huge potluck there's just so much food everywhere and everyone getting to see each other and meet each other once i felt the love and i knew everyone was cool and everyone was talking to each other i went to bed (laughs) so that was that's like the ultimate happiness for me where i'm like everyone's set and i like made everyone happy here and i'm gonna peace out i'm good (laughs) so that would be my ultimate dream dinner situation where i just like eat happily and everyone's there and then i just exit (laughs) and just ghost my own party I think you just described anybody who's hosted anything's dream. <laughs> You're like, yo, I'm not feeling this. I'm, you guys are having good vibes. You don't need me. Yes. And I feel like, though, that's the ultimate host right there. Yes. When you don't need to be in a room to, like, bring in the vibes. Mm-hmm. I think this was... <laughs> this is a super fun combo. I gotta have you back on here sometime. I don't know when... God knows when we'll of course, yeah. unite again. If there's any like last remarks, like holiday-wise, that you want to let everybody know, where can we find you for your coaching services? She will set your behind straight. Uh, real quick. <laughs> real quick. She did it for me. I'm like, oh my God, okay, I'm bad now. <laughs> I promise I'm going to get myself together. Give me three months. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, yeah, you can find me at Miss Amanda Chen on Instagram or MissAmandaChen.com. And you can also find me on my podcast, which is the Miss Amanda Chen Show. So everything's pretty 
easy to find. I love how you branded everything with just your name. I think that's genius. I want to thank you so much for coming on with me. Um, as always, this is your home. Come back and hang out with me whenever of course. you want. If you guys resonated with this episode, share it with a friend. Tag us in, on Instagram. All Amanda's information is going to be linked in the bio below. And you'll see it on my Instagram at Advice from Hannah. As always, this is your favorite host, Hannah Salazar, signing out, wishing you the best holiday season ever. Toodles! Yay! Bye! Woo-hoo. Baby!